So, I'm a child of God. Having my hand, the powerful Word of God. It can change lives, heal broken hearts, save man's soul. And here's our prayer. Lord Jesus, today, speak to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want you to hug your neighbor over there. That'd be all. Let's just hug them. Hug them and tell them you love them and you appreciate them. And if you want to get real sappy, you know, tell them, you know, as my granddaughter says, her dad wants juicy kisses. Isn't that what it's called? Juicy kisses. He goes, he, he wants juicy kisses, Grandpa. I don't like juicy kisses. It's sure fun to watch them, though, interact, isn't it? It's awesome. If you have your Bibles, I want us to uh, be looking at Psalm chapter 15. In Psalm chapter 15 in the Old Testament, we're going to continue in our study of forgotten virtues. We're on number four. We've looked at honor, purity, and loyalty, and today we look at integrity. Bible, we talked about honor, who we should be honoring, and uh, purity, also loyalty, and who we should be loyal to. But probably one of the most important of all virtues that we should express is that virtue of integrity. Can all of you say that? Integrity. One more time. Integrity. That's a powerful word. And I want to start by illustrating this with a story today. Um, not too long ago, I went to a convenience store and made a purchase. And in checking out, I got the change and got out to my car. And looking at the change, realized that the girl had given me too much. So I went back in the store and I said, uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, I waited for my turn again. I said, uh, you gave me too much change. And she says, oh, no, you're kidding me. I, I was a little surprised with her surprise. And she said, you're coming back to give it to me? I said, well, yes, it's not mine. You gave me too much. She goes, oh, oh, I, I, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. And I was kind of puzzled by her response, and she went on to say, this has happened to her before. And uh, she said the boss had told her that, hey, if this happens one more time, I'm going to have to let you go. And so she just kept saying, I, I can't believe that you brought it back. I can't believe that you brought it back. And I kept thinking, man, it's no big deal. But what struck me so much was, why would it bother her? Or why would it be such a concern to her? And why would she even be so surprised that I would bring the money back? Probably because so many of them don't. <laughs> it shouldn't shock us when we do the right thing. Can I get an amen? It shouldn't shock us. But it seems to. I mean, you can turn on the news and almost every story has a lack of integrity attached to it in some way. It could be that athlete that you loved and admired and boy, you were like, wow, what a great person only to find out that they've got a whole separate life going on. 
shocked again. Or, and I know you'll find this hard to believe, a politician who says one thing and absolutely does something different. Oh, any of you shocked by that? Man, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Shocked again. Or how about that pastor or spiritual leader or televangelist? And we find out that though they've preached one way, their lives have been altogether different. Oh, what a lack of integrity. If you, in your notes, there's a definition for what is integrity. It's when your behavior matches your beliefs. When your behavior matches your beliefs. It's an integrated lifestyle. Integrated integrity is when you, what you say will line up with what you do. Practice what you preach. There's another way to say it. If you're going to talk the talk, you've got to finish it. Walk the walk. If you're going to walk the walk, you've got to... <laughs> if, you're going to if you're going to walk it, man, you ought to talk it. Amen? Kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? But integrity, some have said, is when is what you do when no one else is looking. Integrity is different than reputation. Reputation is who other people think you are. Your integrity or lack of integrity is who you really are. It's when your behaviors line up. Proverbs 11.3 says this, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Is that not a powerful verse? And would you agree with me today that many segments of our society are being destroyed by the duplicity of leaders or organizations that claim one thing and yet do something completely different? Maybe you work for somebody like that. They're not fun to work for, are they? Because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get the next day. We want people of integrity to be around us. Great story in, in the book of Samuel, in 1 Samuel 12. I love it. It's the way I hope my life is when it comes to an end. I want my children, my grandchildren to be able to do what Samuel did. Basically, at the end of his life, he stood before the community that he was overseeing and he said this, basically. Have I lived a life of integrity? If I've wronged any one of you, tell me what I did wrong and I will make it right. In other words, he's giving them a free shot. Take, your, take a shot at me. Here we go. Have I done anything that was not right according to what I should or what I said I would do? And the community looks on and they say, no, you've done the right thing. You are a person of integrity. It says, no, you have been a faithful man of God. Is that not awesome? I hope at the end of my life when I can stand before a group of people and say, just tell me if I haven't done what I should do and I'll make it right right now. I wonder how many people would do that. I wonder how many people would do that. I want to end my ministry and my career of serving the Lord by being able to make that claim that I do 
Did I do what I said I would do? Does my behavior match my beliefs? I want us to look briefly at Psalm 15. Who can dwell in the sanctuary of the Lord? David asked that question. Who can enjoy continual presence in the sight of God, in the presence of God? Who can walk with Him and fellowship with Him? And God answers the question basically there, in, starting in verse 2, Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary, he whose walk is blameless and who does what is righteous, integrity, who speaks the truth from his heart, integrity, has no slander on his tongue, integrity, who does his neighbor no wrong and casts no slur on his fellow man, integrity, who despises a vile man but honors those who fear the Lord, integrity, and here's what I love, who keeps his oath even when it hurts, that's integrity, who lends his money without usury and does not accept a bribe against the innocent, integrity, who does these things will never be shaken. Will never be shaken. Wow. You'll never be shaken. If you live a life of integrity. There's no question. What you see is what you get. Amen? I was talking to Geneva this past week. And uh, just some little piddly old things that need to be fixed. And, and I miss Dudley. Not nearly as much as she does. But I miss him. Because I could always call him. And if he didn't know how to do it, he'd act like he did. And boy, he'd snowball me till I thought this man can do anything. And I know what he did. He'd call some friend. Hey, man, I would do this here. <laughs> and that's okay. But you know, you miss somebody that lives a life of integrity. And I miss him. There's several that I miss. But one day, one day, I'm going to get a chance to see him again. And that's what I'm doing. I'm ready to see my mother again. Try to make up for some time I should have called her and should have went to see her and I didn't. And if you've got a mother still living, take the time. I don't care what it is in your schedule you think is so busy, but take the time. Because once they're gone, once they're gone, you can't pick up that phone. <laughs> you can't make it. I knew I was high on her list when I went to see her and my CD was buried in the bottom of her drawer and some flimsy quartet was singing on her, on her tape deck. I, I thought, this isn't right. Maybe I should have visited more, huh? I'm going to give you four benefits of a life lived with integrity. The first one, if it's there in your notes, you can walk closely with God. You can walk closely with God. David said, who can dwell in the sanctuary of God? And God says, he who has integrity. You can enjoy the ongoing communion and fellowship with the Holy God. <clears throat> and I think I like to think of it this way. My kids, if I impart to them my values and they live according to my family values, don't you think that's going to increase our intimacy and our fellowship? I love it when my children will whisper in my ear, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Jeff hugged his mother a week ago and just said, Thanks, Mom. 
Now, you'll never know what that meant to her. It meant a lot. Uh, when the rebellious one, at least the only one that we knew was rebellious, the other, all three of them were, but the other two could hide it better than one of them. And I'll let you figure out who that is. <laughs> no, we're not naming names. But when I would get a call from college and say, damn, my moral compass kicked in today, I would just praise God with tears in my eyes that it still worked. <laughs> that it still worked. You know, my kids could say, you know, Dad, you're just worthless. You've been a preacher. All you do is try to live like the Bible. You don't even like to drink a glass of wine. What's wrong with you? Old fuddy-duddy preacher. Dad. because I hope and pray that someday all of that breaks through and, and I believe it is I was listening to my granddaughter last week when Misty was explaining who Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were now if you're three I don't know if I could get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out but she was able to say it and then she said and then Misty said well who took care of them she said God took care of them just like what, what kind of question is this that's the faith that I want. That's the integrity I want to live with. You can walk closer with God. Secondly, you'll have a built-in guide. You'll have a built-in guide. Your moral compass will kick in. Things won't seem right. Remember the old Lost in Space? Well, I'm dating myself now. The Lost in Space TV thing. And that old robot, when Will Robinson went, warning, Will Robinson, warning, warning. And the old arms would flail up here, you know. That's right. Holy Spirit is sitting over here going, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. The devil's over here going, whatever, come on. Don't be a loser. And whatever, however they do that. I don't know. Yeah. The Bible says that if you have integrity, it will guide you. You're not going to have to sit around and go, you know, if I do this, ah, it's, a, it's a gray area, so you know, I think I'm going to be okay. It's not, it's not black. It's not white. It's, you know, it's kind of in the middle there. And if you're having that conversation, don't do it. Just don't do it. If you've got to ask a question, don't do it. Flee from that evil. Amen. Third thing that's important to me is that you'll have a constant peace in your heart. I have no problem falling asleep at night. Any of you? It just drives Cindy crazy. I can be in mid-sentence. Hobbit. And I'm gone. And she has a hard time falling asleep at night. And I always tell her, I said, well, because you've got a guilty conscience. And that's usually, don't, don't tell your wife that. That's not, that's not a good thing. But when, you, when your head hits the pillow, is your heart at peace? Have you treated people with integrity all day long? Are you struggling? Boy, that's what that relationship means. Am I exposing myself to the right things? What if, what if my husband or my wife finds out that I've been flirting with the people at work? What if my wife finds out I've been looking at things that I shouldn't be looking at? flip side of that is I find no fault with you. I see you as a man and a woman of integrity. I don't have to worry about it. 
I don't have to worry about it. Fourth thing, you can gain trust, respect, honor, and influence. When you live a life of integrity, you gain trust, respect, honor, and influence. If you want to have great children, be a parent of integrity. If you want to be a great leader of your family, be a husband and a man of integrity. If you want influence in the business community, be a person of your word. If you say it, you don't have to write it in a contract. Your word is as valuable as a written contract. Boy, it would be a great day to live like that again, wouldn't it? It used to be if a man said he was going to do something, he'd do it. He didn't. He didn't argue. If he said he was going to charge you a certain amount of money, he would charge you that amount of money. He wouldn't get on the job and go, oh, yeah, by the way, I found more here than I need to do. And I, oh, man, this is going to cost another $4,500. Okay. Not you. Now you have to get bids ahead of time. You have to get them in writing, don't you? Because you can't trust a guy's going to come and say it ain't going to cost you anything. The challenge with us and with the people we work around, the people we exist with, is that we don't find much integrity. They may not find it in us, and we certainly don't find it in them, and so it's a real difficult thing. People will say, ah, I don't want to go to church because it's just full of hypocrites. <clears throat> Have you ever heard that one? <clears throat> and I always say, hey, man, you're going to fit in good. Come on. <laughs> I mean, why not? I agree with them. <clears throat> we are a church full of imperfect people. Just doing life together. <clears throat> we will say stuff that we don't mean. We will imply things that we have no in, in, intention of implying. We will inflict pain that we never intend to inflict. And that's before we get set down. Amen? <laughs> that happens. That's life. Because you see, it's not sometimes the words that are said, but it's the reception of the words that are said. Because I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what struggle you're facing. I don't know what problem you are overcoming. But here's one thing I do know. Is that God can love us through all of that. You know what the Greek word defined for hypocrite is? It talks about a mask. That's what... Actors wore in plays as they would change masks. Know anybody like that? Well, on Sunday you see them throwing their hands up, yeehaw! And on Thursday night at a at a restaurant, they're drinking so much they have to be told they can't stay in the restaurant. What happened from Sunday to Thursday? I guess they found a different spirit. Amen. <laughs> Integrity. What mask are you wearing? They're very common today, those masks. <laughs> I was reading a story about a preacher, a young preacher. Got caught in a very embarrassing hypocrisy. <laughs> His life was simple. It was early. He had four kids. They were pretty easy and low maintenance, which is hard to believe, but it's true according to him and his story. They wanted a swing set. And they'd been searching and saw that the swing set was $79. And the guy said, well, I'm not paying 80 bucks for a stupid swing. So he prayed. God, lead us to a, a garage sale somewhere where they've got a good swing set for cheap. 
Well, sure enough, they go to a garage sale, and the very first one has the exact swing that he saw for 80 bucks in the paper. Goes up, throws his hands up, says, God is good. Had $30 marked on the swing set. He had paid 40 <laughs> Big spender. <laughs> he had paid 40 But then, as all men do, sometimes they go into the negotiation stage. So he begins to negotiate with the lady. Walks up and he says, nice swing, but it's got a scratch on it. Will you take $15? She looked at him and says, what kind of a punk have I got standing here in front of me? Said, no, I, I won't take a penny under $29. I'll give you 16 Back and forth. She held it 25 He held it 18 Then he pulls out the trump card. Ma'am, I've got to be honest with you. I'm a dad with four very ex expensive kids. and I'm a pastor of a small, struggling church in town. Could you give me a break? All I got is $20. Would you give me that swing for $20? And all of a sudden... Her countenance changed. She said, you know, my dad was a pastor and we struggled all the time financially. And since you're a pastor, a man of God, hey, I'll give you that swing for $20. He goes in himself, thank you to God. I knew that you would bless us with this garage sale. I just knew. Opens up his wallet and all he has in his wallet is one bill. $100 bill. Wow. What a multiplication of God. He went from 20 to 100 just instantly. Wow, thank God of heaven. The price, she says now, is $30. <laughs> Pastor's busted. Lacks integrity. All of us at some point or another lack integrity. It's often so hard to see ourselves and to see it in ourselves. We will justify it in our own behaviors, but God didn't like it. In Matthew 23, 25, Jesus looked at the hypocrites and he says, Woe to you. Now, it's really important when Jesus says, Woe to you, that's not a good thing. <laughs> but he says, Woe to you. In fact, he says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence, blind Pharisee. First clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. And in the same way, on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Wow. Jesus didn't pull any punches, did he, with the religious leaders, quote unquote, of the day? Would he look at you and I, or you and me, and say, hypocrite? You clean the outside real good, but the inside's filthy. You play actors, you lack integrity, you're putting on a good game face, you look religious, you look righteous, you're showing the outside to be clean, but that sin is still clogging your inside. Integrity doesn't start from the outside in, it starts from the inside out. It doesn't start from the outside in, it comes from the inside out. You be pure on the inside, and in the same way, on the outside, it'll show righteousness. It'll show holiness. But it's easy to be to show hypocrisy. It's really easy. It's really easy. But to be honest, 
we put that mask on really too easy. We need to be people. We need to be people and live with integrity. Let me ask you a question. What is your integrity worth? What's it worth to you? What do your actions say that your integrity is worth? Let's say if you were to lie on a resume to get a better job, would your integrity be worth whatever they pay you? I'm willing to trade that for some perceived benefit, but that's, that's what my integrity is worth. What's it worth to you? Many would say it's worth much less because you might have embezzled something from your work. And you might say, well, preacher, I don't embezzle anything. Okay. And have you taken any notepads home? Pens home? Travel mugs home? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, they've got so many in the storeroom. My goodness, they're not going to miss any. Oh. Well, they, I'll put that on my next expense account. I won't turn it in this time. But I couldn't pass this up for my wife. Bought it on my business account. That's okay. The company can handle it. They've got plenty of money. Maybe you're married. Finances are tight. Ladies, you go buy an outfit. I heard one lady say, what I do is I buy an outfit and I hide it for two months. Then I put it on when my husband says, hey, is that a new outfit? She says, well, no, I've had it for months. <laughs> Just gave you a great idea, didn't I? I didn't necessarily need an answer, but that's fine. It's fine. Some of you might be in business and occasionally you overbill Just a little bit. I mean, just a little bit. Maybe just with your friends, you exaggerate a story just to be liked. Or perhaps you tell your spouse that you love her and honor her, and yet you let your eyes look at impure things. Maybe you're a student and you really want to get good grades and it will help you get into college. Or you just need to keep your GPA and up high so you can get a better opportunity, and so you cheat. Cheat on papers. That's what happens to college athletes. They have students that tutor them and then write their papers for them and turn them in. We have one that's playing in the NFL and he can't even stay out of trouble in the NFL making all the money that he makes. He goes into jewelry stores and steals the jewelry. Unbelievable. This is a young man that never had to face repercussions of his behavior. Does he have integrity? Does he have integrity? Doesn't matter what you think about Casey Anthony, here's the one question. You gonna let her babysit your kids? There's a guy in the Old Testament, really interesting story, his name is Job. <laughs> If you ask Job what's your integrity worth, he would say, my integrity is worth more than my life itself. True. More than life itself. Everything that he held dear was taken away. It was taken away from him. He held strong for a while. And Satan stripped him of everything that he had. And 
and his integrity. He was challenged, and in Job 27, verses 5 and 6, he says, I will not deny my integrity. I will maintain my righteousness and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I live. My integrity is worth everything to me. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, can you live a life, and at the end of your life, can people say, wow, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like that guy. So what do you do when you lack and recognize you lack integrity? Let me give you just a couple things. First, get to know Jesus. Truly, truly get to know Him. Deepen your walk, your relationship with Him. Not from a distance. Make it personal. I'd also suggest that if you know that you have misled people, go and apologize to them. Be up front and apologize to them and tell them that I made a mistake. I was not the type of person that I painted myself to be and I want to ask your forgiveness. Now, if they don't forgive you, not your problem. You've done all, all you can do. But at least they'll know that you are trying to be a person of integrity to straighten it out, especially if you're, it's in your house. It's in your house between husband and wife, parent and child. Matthew five thirty seven. Jesus says, Simply let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You become a person of your word. Because Christ lives in you. And Christ will make it happen in you if you are a man or a woman of integrity. Let's pray together. God, I just want to ask you in the presence of the Holy Spirit that you would do a work among us today. God, here's what I've noticed. The closer I get to you, the more you shine your light in my heart and my soul, the more my darkness comes out. The closer I get to you, God, the more I see the hypocrisy in my own life. And rather than feeling guilty and saying I'm just this big old loser, I would like to take this as an opportunity to bring another part of my life under control of your, of your spirit through Jesus Christ. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to sense it. God, I know that you want to reveal to any area of my life that's not pure and clean and right before you. And so, Father, I'm asking, as I hope everyone in this room is asking, is that you'll show us right now, right now, that area, that, those areas that need to be brought under the Spirit's control. We need to release the Spirit of God to work in our lives, to be open and to be honest, not to try to hide away sins. God, forgive our hypocrisy. Forgive us of every area where we lack integrity. God, I'm praying for restored relationships. I'm praying that there will be those who would confess I've not been true in this or that area of my life. And I, I pray for forgiveness. I pray for restoration. I pray for healing. I'm praying, God, that someone in this room this morning, many people in this room this morning will say, I want to be more. I want to be closer and I want to be a person of integrity so that at the end of my life, people can say, you were that person of God. You were that person that I could rely on. So God, I just pray that you would bless businesses that are full of people who are full of integrity. God, I pray that you would bless dating relationships. When one would say, I've not treated you with love and honor and respect, that I've used you for my own pleasure. God, I pray that they would confess that, reconcile that, 
And God, I pray for those relationships that they would bring honor to you. Oh God, help us to be people of integrity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.